0: Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode.
1: This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to try and provide uh, provide a profoundly different investment management, financial planning, wealth management, call it what you want, but a different experience. Yes, it can be done. No, not all advisors are created equal. I hear that an awful lot, and that simply isn't the case. I think 99% of advisors are equal, and as you know, we call them the traditional financial advisors. We want to hang out in that 1% which is truly bringing value, at least value as we see it. So uh, a lot to get to this week. I want to make sure that you know if you have any questions, um, you certainly, if you want to talk about anything investment-related, your portfolio, the market, 2023. Um, I like to tell people if you're not 100% convinced that you can handle and prosper in another year like we just experienced, then uh, let's have a conversation. Let us share with you what we're doing, what's unique, what's different. Let's hear about what you're doing, what your concerns, your thoughts are. Uh, So you can set that call up by calling Paige. Uh, She's my great assistant. Paige can be reached at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Um, we're hearing an awful lot about, um, you know, ever, I look at kind of the gauge of uh, investors and listeners' uh, risk tolerance based upon how many people reach out uh, on the show or to the show. Uh, generally, you know, it's, it's a couple to maybe seven or eight a week. Um, we know that not everybody that reaches out has the intention of becoming a client, uh, which is fine we don't want to help investors that don't want help. If you just have a simple question, let us know. We'll certainly answer it, but we don't want to bother individuals. Um, especially, um, you know, I think that there's so many people that need help. You're doing us a favor by just saying, Hey, I have a quick question. You know, can you answer it? I'm, I'm cool with where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know, you're not hurting our feelings and, we want to make sure that you know that we're here as a service because there's plenty of people that need help and it we're, our service is to answer questions that you may or may not uh, fully uh, know the answer to and we'll do our best to help you. If you're in the other boat where you uh, realize that your portfolio may not be uh, up to where you thought it was, based upon what happened this year, where we see bonds and um, equities down simultaneously. Uh, then let's have a conversation. Then let's go through our financial planning, our risk analysis, our income maximization, our tax mitigation reports and reviews, and we'll do everything we can to make it as easy as possible. I understand um, it's it, it's not fun a lot of times, but we're going to take off. Uh, we're going to take the heavy lifting off of your shoulders and do all that we can to make sure that uh, we're helping you out to the best of our ability. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, and uh, set that time if you want to have a conversation this week. What I thought I would do this week um, on the radio show, Benjamin Graham, he is the father of uh, value investing. Over the years, uh, I've tried to read everything possible. I certainly haven't uh, about Benjamin Graham and, and others. Uh, but I do spend a lot of time uh, kind of looking back at his thoughts and his theses and, and kind of how he views the world. And there are, you know, I've identified kind of 20 investment lessons from Benjamin Graham. Um, so I thought what we would do is go over those uh, on the show today. It's certainly going to be different, but I think you'll find value in it. Um, that ultimately is what we're trying to do. Uh, I want to go over kind of you know, initially, though, uh, 2009 to 2021, I don't think people fully recognize the historic growth that experience that, that many experienced during that time, at least certainly the market experience during that time. And I think we've become conditioned that the markets are always going to go up. And we're always going to, you know, after we see a big dip, we're ultimately going to, you know, see the market rebound. And one of my biggest frustrations, if you Uh, have listened to the show and and certainly if we've talked one-on-one is it's traditional financial advice, traditional financial advice in the form of your safe money in the form of utilizing bonds and people have been whipsawed bonds and Uh, equities are down simultaneously this year. Uh, Many people have lost 10, 15, 20, 25 percent on their quote unquote safe money. Uh, So we have to do better as an industry uh, to make sure that we're protecting the downside and then letting the market do what it's good at, which is ultimately compounding your assets. But you know, the greatest destruction to compound growth is obviously portfolio losses. And so as we talked about on the show last week, many listeners are searching out for a bucket of their money, a strategy that has some sort of principal protection and can still give you some growth. Um, Those strategies are out there. Uh, Let's have a conversation about them. Um, One of the latest ones that we're we're utilizing currently, uh, really, we see those offered by banks and insurance companies. And the pros and cons to both. I mean, there truly are, and the one of the offerings that we're seeing currently is 100 percent principal protection on the downside, um, and you receive uh, at least today uh, the first 12 and a quarter percent of the upside of the S and P on an annual basis, and when you receive a gain that gain is locked in. And so uh, with interest rates uh, rising, we're starting to see these types of strategies become very popular. And I think the job of a good advisor is to explain what it is and what it's not, what are the drawbacks, what are the pros, what are the cons. But when you can get principal protection and for some of your money, at least your safe money, and still have it tied to the equity market to where you're going to get the first 12 and a quarter percent of the S and P 500 on an annual basis. And that money is going to be locked in. It's probably something we want to have a conversation about. Uh, 630-492-1912, 630 uh, So let's get to 2009 to 2021. Uh, and then we're going to compare it to today uh, for the rest of the segment. And then we'll get into the Benjamin Graham Twenty investment lessons um, in the uh, in the next uh, few segments. So my job is to read. I read a lot, and anytime that I see uh, very credentialed, kind of top, you know, tenth of a percent historical money managers that their names don't, you know, probably don't ring a bell to you because they're not in the retail space, kind of working with uh, individuals. But Howard Marks is one of those. I, I have great respect for what it is that he does. And he came up with his investment newsletter this week, uh, and it was titled, Sea Change. And I just want to read the first two paragraphs, and that'll kind of lead me into uh, 20, uh, the difference between you know, 2009 two two 2020, 2021 and today. So Howard said, in my 53 years in the investment world, I've seen a number of economic cycles, Benjamin swings, manias, panics, bubbles, and crashes. But I only remember two real C changes. I think we may be in the midst of a third one. And this is what really got interesting to me. As I've recounted many times in my memos, when I joined the investment management industry in 1969, many banks, like the one he worked for at that time, focused their equity portfolios on the so-called Nifty Fifty. If you've been investing for a while, that uh, phrase probably means something to you. The Nifty Fifty was comprised of the stocks of companies that were considered the best and fastest growing. So good that nothing bad could ever happen to them. For these stocks, everyone was sure. There was no price too high. But if you had bought the nifty 50 when he started working at the bank and held them until 1974, all right, so that's, you know, six years, you were sitting on losses of more than 90% from owning pieces of the best companies in America. Perceived quality, it turned out, wasn't synonymous with safety or with successful investing. So here's the reality. All advisors sound good, right? All advisors give you the same pitch. We're going to manage risk. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But if you listen to the show, you know that in my opinion, 99% of the retail financial advisors, which are those that work with individuals that have generally $100,000 to $5 million of investable assets, you basically own a closet index fund and you're paying a fee for that. So what that means is, you're just going to track the market up and down and we have not done a good enough job talking about losses and when we can bring strategies to the table that mitigate those losses that can offset the risk in the equity space it's phenomenal and unfortunately people have used bonds it, it too much risk in interest rates right now that that was you know so telegraphed it was i mean the fed did all they could to to basically say, listen, reposition your assets. Well, most didn't. And many listeners are sitting in their safe money, their bond money, their fixed income money, you know, the quote unquote balanced money, right? Whatever that means, um, of losses of 10 to 20%. And it's unfortunate. So 2009 to 2021, the markets were historic. The growth was crazy. So you had the Fed behavior was highly stimulative, meaning they're going to do all they could to, um, you know, grow that market get the wealth effect higher today it's tightening all right that means they're trying to do the exact opposite inflation was dormant i mean clearly inflation was dormant during that period of time today 40 year high probably going higher if it hasn't peaked which you know nobody has a real good gauge on that the belief is at least the common uh, wisdom is it's going to stay higher for longer economic outlook during um 2009 to 2001 was very positive positive. Today recession likely, likelihood of distress was very minimal during that period because we just came out of two thousand and eight. Today, very high and it's rising. The mood it was very opportunistic. Markets were down substantially. The government was doing everything they could to stimulate growth. We had you know significant interest rate, uh, uh, you know interest rates were zero. Op- mood was optimistic. Today it's very very guarded. Buyers, those that wanted to put money to work, they were eager because. Who wouldn't be eager if we get fifteen percent a year, right? Very, very, very eager. Today, it's it's very, very hesitant. Investors are very hesitant unless there's some sort of a downside protection in place. Um, the key worry during two thousand and nine to two thousand and twenty one was FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Everybody's making money. Market drops twenty percent, or we see a you know a correction. It immediately spikes right back up to all time highs. Today, the key worry is investment losses. Yet the advice is still the same from traditional retail advisors. And that is what is is so challenging on my part w- when I see it. And, it. and it's so frustrating. And if it comes across, I hope it does because you deserve better. Uh, risk aversion during 2009 to 2021, it was absent. It was let's take the most risk we can because we're going to make money. Today, it's rising and it's rising rapidly. Um, it's uh, interest rates like we talked about earlier, lowest ever. Uh, very accommodative, very stimulative today. Well, it, it's much more normal when you look at historical terms and it may be higher longer and that is going to hurt growth. And so you have to certainly, um, you know, just make sure that you're changing that or your advisors changing that perspective returns. Um, well, I mean, it, it was, you know, we expect the market to, to just rapidly grow and it did uh, perspective returns today. Well, I mean, they're low, Okay, low single digits, mid single digits. If you just have a buy and hold strategy and humans, we gravitate towards where we can anchor our beliefs. And so when somebody tells you something that makes you feel good or you believe in it, uh, or at least that's what you want to hear to make your plan succeed, well, generally you tend to go that way. Well, that doesn't mean that that's good for you. We always believe in fact over feelings and if you want to feel good, but yet underperform or see big losses and then, you know, have your uh, advisor tell you, especially on the fixed income side, that it's OK. Well, then uh, I guess stay the course. But uh, that's going to be a big challenge for you going forward. So uh, when we come back, we're going to get into or get into rather uh, Benjamin Graham and his 20 investment lessons. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this. I'm the founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We wanna help you if you want help and we wanna answer questions if you want those questions answered. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and she'll set a time for us to talk this week. More after the break.
0: Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. This is segment two. Thank you for being with us this Saturday morning. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different investment management experience uh, start to finish, whether it's financial planning, whether it's risk mitigation, whether it's reducing your taxable income or trying to share with you strategies that can do that. Our job is to be different, and we truly believe that we are. Uh, If you just want more of the same, if you want a closet index fund, which means you track the market up and down and you pay a fee for that, we're probably not going to be a good group for you. Um, That being said, we only want to work with and help those that truly want help. So if that is you, let's have a conversation you can call Paige. Paige can be reached at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and she will set a time for us to uh, talk this week. Uh, friendly reminder, I think it's it's often um, you know very, very important that I uh, provide reminders, but the S&P 500 returns from 2000 to 2011 Uh, were zero. Uh, That is hard for individuals to hear. And during that period of time, um, many individuals obviously uh, saw a lot of volatility. Uh, If you have listened to the show in the past, you know that one of the statistics that we talk about often is if you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. Uh, Yet during that period of time, their earnings tripled. That's a, a very challenging statistic for individuals to hear. So you bought Microsoft, phenomenal company in 2000, and it took you 16 years just to get back to where you were. Yet their earnings rapidly increased. So, yes, a friendly reminder, the markets can go down, the markets can stay down longer, and we have to look at strategies that can uh, really protect some of your money. Um, If you have that protection in place, well, then it allows you to hopefully, at least in theory, outweigh a lot of the downturns. And you're probably not as stressed, uh, you know, during that period. So Benjamin Graham, as I mentioned in the first segment, he is the father of value investing. Uh, I saw a great report, great article on, well, his, I mean, you know, I, I read as much as I can about it but uh, that that really took a look at the 20 key investment lessons. And I thought it would be really interesting, especially going into the end of the year, uh, to share these with you. We'll go through them pretty quick. Um, some, you know, we'll, we'll dive a little deeper in, uh, others we won't, but number one, keep your emotions in check. To invest successfully, you don't need a high IQ or unusual business insight. What you need is a good strategy that allows you to make intelligent decisions and keep your emotions, emotions in check. I love it when an advisor says, don't get emotional about losing money. Generally, you only hear that from people who are managing other people's money, right? So yes, we want to keep your emotions in check, but let's dive a little deeper into what that means. That means in a year like 2022, which we're going through obviously currently coming up to you know the end of the year, You have equities and you have bonds, at least as of right now, both down more than 10% for the first time ever. So how hard is it to keep your emotions in check when if, you know, you sit with an advisor and you say, here's the portion of your portfolio that's going to manage risk. That's going to be the counterbalance to the equity market, to that volatility that should do well when the markets don't do well. Well, people's safe money is down substantially this year. And it wasn't something that came out of the blue. It was very, very telegraphed. So our belief is, you know what? Let's not take that risk. Let's put it in a strategy that we know we can't lose for some of the money. And that can give us the first 12 and a quarter percent of the S&P 500 on an annual basis. And those gains are locked in each and every year. And oh, by the way, it's a five-year strategy. So very short duration. So if we want to keep our emotions in check, well, we have to have the right portfolio construction to begin with, because it's very hard when we see equities down. And we also see our safe money down. So food for thought. Number two, it's about um, discipline and courage. Uh, Yeah, yes, totally. Obviously, how your investments perform in the short term is much less important than how you behave. Have a lot of discipline and courage and don't let other people's moods swing your influence or swings influence you. I get it. Yes, investing is certainly long term, but does that mean it's okay to lose money with your safe money and simultaneously with your equity money? So if you have the right portfolio construction, then it's certainly a long term strategy. But so many people don't. As you know, 99% of what we see are closet index funds you're working with an advisor they got a great pitch they got a little twist they got this that's unique they're the only ones that do this or do that yet your portfolio is going to go up and down with the market and oh by the way you're going to pay me a fee so yes discipline is important courage is important but especially going into very volatile times we want to make sure that we deliver portfolios that are um You just have different return drivers and can do well in different markets. And I can't overemphasize the mental well-being that if you have a bucket of your money that you know you can't go down and still get good rates of return, potentially, it just allows the rest of the portfolio to do what it's supposed to do. So uh, number three, be contrarian. The intelligent investor is a realist who sells to optimists and buys from pessimists, buy stocks when there is blood in the street the intelligent investor should recognize uh, that market panics can create great prices for good companies. 100%. I'd love this. To be contrarian, all that they're saying is when everybody else is doing one thing, maybe start to do something uh, of the opposite opposite of what they're doing. And when I relate this back to the individual investor, it's really simple. 99% of retail financial advisors, those working with $100,000, or clients with $100,000 to $5 million, you're fully invested at all times. So when the markets go down, when the markets, when we have big sales, where institutional money has, you know, certainly the capital to pick up those prices, and that's ultimately why they do much better. Most listeners, they don't have any money to take advantage of uh, those sales. So like, for example, our equity bucket's down this year. And I, and of course, I mean, equities are down, right? But what if your equity bucket had 50% cash? or 75% cash. So then when the markets do return and that money gets put to work in theory, right, at lower prices, well then ultimately, you're gonna do much better. You're gonna do certainly much, much, much better than the buy and hold investor. So yes, be contrarian, but your portfolio needs to be constructed so you can be contrarian. Unfortunately, uh, most are not. Really simple, look at your portfolio today. How much cash does it have? If you've got under 5% cash, Give us a call, 630-492-1912, and we certainly will have a conversation. So have a financial plan, certainly something we talk about often. It's not important whether you're beating the market. It's important to have a plan that will get you where you want to be that is so important in this industry generally you have a plan when you start working and that plan is never looked at again we wholeheartedly believe in financial planning would you get on up aircraft a commercial airplane if that pilot didn't have a filed flight plan i mean i know the answer to that the answer is obviously no but here's what you don't realize if they want to make the slightest change they have to get approval so you're flying and they want to go around in a thunderstorm they want to you know deviate in any way then you, they have to request and receive approval. approval. Think about that when it comes to your plan. Think about that. What plan do you have? Was it a plan in the beginning and then it was never updated? What is your tax mitigation plan? What is your Social Security maximization plan? What is your retirement income maximization plan? Again, it doesn't matter if you have two, three, four or five million, you still wanna maximize that income. So yes, having a plan is important. Unfortunately, I don't see it utilized as a living, breathing document in this industry, especially by what we call the 99% of retail financial advisors. Number five, bear markets offer opportunities. The sillier the market, the greater the opportunity for investors. Bear markets can make you very rich. You just don't realize it during the time during or at that time? Of course. And that kind of goes into, I think it was number three. You have to be contrarian. Well, how can you take advantage of bear markets if you're fully invested? And I consider fully invested 95% or more invested. If you have mutual funds, they have to stay fully invested, at least the lion's share of them, by prospectus. Doesn't matter what they think, they have to stay fully invested. If you own ETFs, well, you're fully invested at all times, right? So Yes, bear markets can and offer phenomenal opportunities, but do you have cash to put to work at lower prices? I want to drive that home. Portfolio construction, we talked about the how different it is from 2009 to 2021 and it as it is today. Howard Marks, sea change. A common theme here. We're going to have a lot of volatility. Can you make, you know, handle, can your portfolio handle, you know, those what ifs? Do you have capital to put to work when those opportunities present themselves? Hopefully you do. Most don't. At least that's what we see. Number six, you're an owner. Invest. Don't speculate. As an investor, you own part of a company, you invest in it, act like it. I totally agree with that. I think there are companies that you invest in and I think there are companies that you trade. What we do, If you've talked with us, you know we have three buckets. We have our protected growth bucket, we have our growth bucket, and then we have our opportunistic bucket. The opportunistic bucket is there to trade. It is there to take advantage of short-term pricing anomalies in the industry. When bear markets present themselves, we want to make sure that we have capital, that we can take advantage of that. So I couldn't agree more, but that doesn't mean you buy and forget. That doesn't mean you buy and hold with 100% of your money because, if you do and we're in a 2000 to 2000 and you know the lost decade, the early 2000s where the market doesn't grow, that's going to be an issue. So we want to make sure that again, three buckets protected growth, growth, opportunistic. That is a well diversified portfolio. Uh, number seven, we talk about this a lot. It's not different this time. Those are the four most expensive words of, of investing are it's different this time. abnormally good, or abnormally bad conditions do not last forever in the long term the market will be the best place to invest your money I believe that it's not different this time but you have periods of time with technology that can just make it feel that way it could be two it could be five it could be seven years it could be ten years of low growth it, it we're not going out on a limb here and when you look at 09 to two thousand and twenty one it was record growth phenomenal growth so it, it, it's, it's not unrealistic to think that we may have a period of time and maybe one years, maybe three years, maybe five years, maybe 10 years, where we have low growth or where we have no growth, but a lot of volatility. So that is very important. We want to make sure that your portfolio can prosper not only in a great time, but also in a challenging time. So uh, we're going to finish. We'll get to the rest here in segment three. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Give us a call so we can have a conversation this week. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Talk with Paige. Set a time up so I can uh, have a conversation with you. More after the break.
0: Are you considering buying an annuity, or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert. 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirements. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show, and I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm, and yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different investment management experience, whether that comes from fi- or uh, pertains to financial planning or tax mitigation, social security maximization, investment management. Uh, we want to make sure that you understand that not all advisors are created equal. And quite frankly, most are created equal, but there is that 1% that does things differently, and we want to live in that, that 1%. So with that being said, if you want to have a conversation this week, it's important for you to know that there are no uh, silly questions. There is no situation that uh, you should ever um, you know, be intimidated to call and ask questions. Uh, our job is to always help those that want help, and that's a motto of our firm. We don't want to help those that don't want help. I mean, it's there's too many people um, that we talk with that know that they need help, and we want to dedicate all of our time and all of our resources on uh, those individuals that want that help. So give Paige a call. Paige can be reached at 630-492-1912. Six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. You can also visit the website kuhncp dot com. So we've talked a lot this week. Um, uh, we started talking uh, about Howard Marks and, and and the fact that he sees a sea change. I, I encourage you to Google his name with sea change and read the memo yourself. I think you'll find it uh, very interesting. It's a very quick read. Um, you know, that's uh, my job is to. Anytime I find something that I find appealing that would affect my thoughts, I want to make sure that I share it on the radio. Uh, We talked a lot about 2009 to 2021, and then comparing that to 2022 and going forward. One of the quotes that if you've seen our presentation that I, uh, a quote of mine, is, you know, we have to focus on tomorrow. We have to focus on what is going to deliver us future gains, not what gave us and delivered the gains in the past. That's so critical. We want to be forward-looking. We want to have data points that, are going to provide us with the possibility, with the greatest uh, likelihood of of still doing well. Because what got you there uh, generally uh, is, you know, something that may not get you to where you want to be. There's nothing more evident than fixed income. And if you look at those returns, uh, really for the better part of the last 25 years, and then you look at those returns today, and they're down 10 to 25%, depending upon what strategy you have. So if you've lost money in your fixed income, give us a call. If you want to have some safe money that can still get attractive yields, a strategy that we're utilizing today um, that is available. I know we talk about it a lot, but we're going to keep talking about it until it changes a five-year strategy. That's hundred percent principal protected. And as of today, at least you get the first 12 and a quarter percent of the gains of the S and P 500 on an annual basis. And those gains are locked in. And, and so they're not going to experience future down markets, great bond alternative, good for IRA money. So you want to have a conversation about that. And, and if it can fit into your portfolio and go over, um, you know, what uh, we see as far as how we're positioning that. Uh, Let's have a conversation again. 630-492-1912. Okay, so let's get to number nine. So Benjamin Graham's top 20 investment lessons. So number nine is focus on yourself. Investing isn't about beating others at their game. It's about controlling yourself at your own game, always sticking to your investment plan and goals. That's absolutely true if you have the right plan in place. Uh, If you want to track... Uh, the market up and down, uh, you can certainly do that on your own. I'm not quite sure why you're paying an advisor 1% uh, to 2% a year to uh, to hold your hand to do that. But yet again, we think 99% of at least the investment plans that we see, you're looking at um, you know just exactly that. You're going to go up and down with the uh, with the market and you're going to pay a fee for that. So yeah, we want to make sure that you have the right plan in place and focusing on that plan certainly is very, very important. So it's important. It's very important to, 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 you know, stay the course if the course is the right course to begin with. And that is what we're here to help you decide and determine. And, and we can do that. So that's, you know, our main goal. Okay. Number 10, use Mr. Market to your advantage mr market is there to serve you use volatility to your advantage always remember the market quotations uh, are there for uh, your convenience yes i don't i mean i'm not quite you know sure exactly what that means but it's uh, you know use the market to your advantage we always talk about that and again it, it's i'm repeating myself at this point but you know, are you fully invested? So I don't know how you use volatility to your advantage if you're fully invested. Most people don't recognize that 99% of mutual funds, it, it's simply by prospectus, the rules of the road, that if they, uh, you're invested in, in, in most funds, they have to stay fully invested. They can't raise a meaningful amount of cash. I mean, it may be 3%, it may be 2%, it, it, it may be less than that. So how are you um, going to take advantage of the market, the volatility? And if you've talked to with us in the past, you understand that, you know, institutional investors, the larger pools of money generally uh, do much better. And that's because the data points change, they change. I never understood being fully invested at all times. I mean, it, it it's, it's an issue and and I get on my soapbox a lot about it because it's a disadvantage to you. I mean, we've now, this is the third point that I can relate to, to that, you know, of um, you know, that we've talked about here. So we have to make sure that uh, when cash needs to be raised, it's not timing the market. That's garbage. I mean, come on. Wall Street's self-serving. Stay invested through every market so they can get their fee. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, because you're raising cash or playing defense doesn't mean that you're timing the market. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's listeners that can time the market. You know, good for you. We're not trying to time the market. We're trying to play offense and defense. So that is, again, if you've listened to the show, you understand that, Being fully invested is good for the advisor. It's not always good for you. How's it working for you this year? So, okay, number 11, don't trade too much. The evidence is clear. The more you trade, the less you keep. Uh, I think some truth to that. I think technology has certainly changed. I think, you know, technology today, the ability to follow money flows, um, I think there is opportunity to trade. I mean, do you want to trade? You know, per second. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. That'd drive me crazy. But do you want to take positions? For example, uh, you know, during COVID, what was the stay-at-home stocks. Uh, This year, it's been the energy stocks. And again, that's why we have three buckets of money, three distinctly different strategies for our clients. You have the protected growth, which is what we talk about, which, you know, the strategy we're using today, 100 percent principal protection. That means you can't lose a penny and you get the first, at least today, 12 and a quarter percent of the S&P 500. I mean, phenomenal strategy. Heck, that could even beat the S&P over the next five years. Um, but that's our protected growth bucket. Well, our growth bucket, our growth bucket's down. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But the difference is the majority of our models are holding large amounts of cash. So when that cash gets put to work, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's next year, or three years, five years from now, who knows, whenever the markets do present a favorable risk reward. Well, those losses are going to be made up much more rapidly than the buy-and-hold strategies. And then that opportunistic money, well, I don't know. We don't want to trade, you know, every single day. Clearly, I mean, I don't know if if, if that's good for the client. Um, I guess it could be, but we want to take you know strategic positions and overweight those positions. And that bucket of money is certainly offsetting um, a lot of the losses experienced in the growth bucket this year. I mean, energy has been a fantastic trade, absolutely fantastic trade. So if you want 10 to 15 percent of your money that can take advantage of mispricings, well, then that's what we want to do. And that's a unique, um, you know, something new, unique that we're bringing to the table that we don't see in the marketplace. We believe in three distinctly different strategies. They all serve their purpose. They all are going to um, respond differently to the market, but they're combined they you know, they create a really strong portfolio that we believe has different return drivers. So 6304-92-1912, if you want to uh, to learn more about that. Number 12, cost matters. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Cost matters. Unfortunately, the industry uh, has, has conditioned, you know, individuals to think that that's all that matters. I mean, cost is absolutely not all that matters. It's really unique. Are really interesting. Rather, the more money that a client has, the less they care what they're being charged. They want to look at what are the after fee performance returns. To me, that's all that matters, right? I mean, in a year like two thousand and eight, if your growth model is only down ten net of fees, that means after your fee and the uh, S and P five hundred is down thirty seven percent. I mean, would you really care what you're paying? So yes, fees are certainly certainly important. But if the market's never going to go down and it's going to continue to go up forever every single year, then yes, you want to compete on fees. The cheapest fee wins. But we know that that's not the case. So it's important, but it certainly isn't uh, the deciding factor. I don't even know if it's in the top two or three, to be honest with you. So have good arguments to buy or sell stocks. Never buy a stock because, and this is number 13, never buy a stock because it has gone up or sell one because it has gone down. Uh, You know, I think... The you know, when you look at kind of investing and you look at uh, what is the goal of investing, I think you want to buy an asset cheaper than what you think the intrinsic value is of the company. So, yes, I mean, it. it there's nothing worse than seeing round trips, having a stock go just hypothetically 10 to 20 back to 10. I mean, what? I mean, that is <laughs> as much as being fully invested is maddening to me, seeing that happen is maddening to me because the risk in the reward profile at 10 was it the exact same as it was at 20 so with the evolution of computers and the evolutions of it's not an evolution but the ability to screen and the ability to find companies that are trading good companies that are trading on sale and making sure that hopefully the bulk the bulk of your portfolio is made up of names that have good risk reward profiles um yeah i I think that's kind of what you do today but but unfortunately again the traditional advisor doesn't do that and we want again if that's 99% we want to live in that 1% where we can do that is it perfect absolutely not is it better than just buy and forget and blindly be invested in all markets well we believe that it's very you know obviously much better so we're going to get to 14 to 20 in the last segment you're listening to destination retirement hopefully you're finding some value uh, in the show today. If you are, uh, you can always go to the website and listen to all of our past shows. We do podcast those. KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. See if you believe in what we believe. And if you do, let's have a conversation. 6304921912. 6304921912. Set a time up with Paige this week and we can have a conversation. So we'll get to 14 to 20 after the break.
0: Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert with Kuhn Capital Partners. Partnership isn't just a promise; it's in our name.
2: Welcome back. This is the final segment on this great Saturday morning. Hopefully, everybody's getting ready for uh, the holiday season that is coming up. I know the end of the year year we all get busy. Uh, take some time uh, to uh, to enjoy the family. You know, if you've talked with me, you know I'm a sports nut. Uh, it's kind of you know one of the only things that I've ever truly been interested in without ever seeing any dip of, uh, of interest is sports and a great coach that I follow, Mike Leach, uh, 61 years old, passed away unexpectedly, uh, this week and it kind of hits home. You know, it kind of hits home that, um, you know, what it is that we talk about every single week is dollars and cents making money. Uh, but we're human, right. And we want to humanize, um, uh, you know, everything that we're doing. We're not robots. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, I hope everybody does take some time, whatever that means to you, to experience and have uh, you know some, some time with your family. It's, it's super important. So thanks for listening. Obviously, this is Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. We want to help those that want help, hopefully through all of our radio shows and all of our time that we spend uh, preparing and going over what it is that we go over each week. Hopefully you realize that we want to lead with education. We think education is critical. It allows investors to make educated decisions. Um, You know, we're, we're passionate. We're passionate about making sure that you have a portfolio that can handle another year, two or three or four like we just experienced. So if that is you who doesn't feel that way, uh, let's have a conversation. Give Paige a call. Paige can be reached at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And we'll set a time for us to talk this week. Really interesting. The, you know, I hear often one of two things for people that call in. Um, I listen to you all the time and I finally just called, well, Okay, great. My job is to uh, not have to have you experience a loss before you uh, call in. Let's let's you know make sure that hopefully I'm doing my job of explaining that things you know we provide are certainly different. And then the other group of people that call in, it was a one liner or something that I said that you just caught and you reached out. So it's uh, it's funny how that is. Uh, sometimes you know just you know a, a little phrase or segment you know resonates with people. So. We like to say anybody who has any questions when it comes to 401k planning, investment management, uh, retirement planning, income planning, tax mitigation, tax advantage strategies. Uh, let's just have a conversation. So six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. 492 1912 OK, so Benjamin Graham, we've been going through um, what many believe to be his 20 best. Um, oh, I don't know investment nuggets. Um, I think, you know, this is probably a show that, um, you know, you may relate back to, you know, multiple times just because I think so many of these are so important, but we're on 14. So, uh, buy below intrinsic value, the cheaper you buy a stock, the higher your margin of safety, try to buy stocks, which are trading at discounts compared to their intrinsic value. Absolutely. And unfortunately, again, it's just not done. I don't know how you do that when you own a thousand stocks or when you own 3000 stocks or you have national managers that, you know, advertise nonstop on how bad mutual funds are, how bad annuities are, or how we make money when you make money and all that garbage. Yet, you know, you look at the investment choices that they construct for clients and it's nothing more, a lot of times than just the market. Yeah, you may own 100 stocks, but you know what? You get the same returns if you owned one, the S&P 500. So with the evolution of technology, yes, a good portfolio is hopefully you have many stocks that are trading below their intrinsic value. Again, some money we want to trade, some money we want to invest, and then we want to have protected growth money. That's kind of our, you know, our process. We call it protected growth. We call it growth. We call it opportunistic. Why do we want to have those three strategies? We want three different return drivers. So yes, intrinsic value, trying to buy stocks that, you know, uh, you know for in its simplest form you want to buy a dollar for 50 cents or a dollar for something less than a dollar then when it reaches close to or what you believe is full price rinse and repeat go' find another one if that stock comes back down well then again it's another risk re- it's a different risk reward than it was you know after it already went up 20 or 30 percent so uh, important uh, don't overpay so 15 don't overpay a great company is not equal to a great investment if you pay too much this is a challenge. I, there's a lot of companies that I love that I think are life changing, but they're not good investments because of the price it's currently trading at. In every area of your life, you want to get a deal, whether it's a house, a car, it doesn't matter. Whatever you buy, you want to get it for something less than what you think the true value is. Yet, when it comes to stocks, that goes out the window. And even worse, the 99% of the traditional advisors, they do it. In 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 it, they don't. You know, it's even worse what they do. Um, you know, they're never making changes. You know, I bought something and it's up 30 or 40 or 50%. Well, doesn't that risk reward change? Is it time to take some profit off the table and then maybe let your original investment run? I mean, you never go broke taking a profit. So yes, you don't want to overpay, but it's done all the time. Uh, again, it's uh, it's a challenge, but it is what it is. Uh, number 16, never speculate. Uh, people who invest make money. Uh, people who invest make money for themselves. People who speculate make money for their brokers. I think a lot of that has changed now because you know it. It, it when when Benjamin Graham was you know trading, it was it was commission based, um, and now the industry has gone to fee based. So whether you make one trade or a thousand trades, you're paying the same fee. I don't know if that's a great thing. Uh, one of the nice things about paying a commission back in the day, at least you know, when I got in the business, it was still a commission-based business, is investors could kind of mark to market immediately whether that trade was good or not. So I call you, it's going to cost you three, $400 to buy this stock, and I'm going to call you again in a week and try to tell you to buy another stock. Well, if we keep seeing losers, you're probably going to put a halt to it, right? So I think a lot of the uh, advice today, given that it's a fee, um, people aren't actively, you know, really monitoring it. So, you know, do you want to speculate? No. I mean, we don't want to just speculate. I mean, is there a lot of speculation out there? I mean, yes. To me, speculate means, you know, we're gonna go put it on red or black, and and then you know, hope you make money. But, um, you know, take that for what it's worth. So, uh, there is opportunity, um, but yeah, speculation probably isn't a great course for all of your money or any of your money. Number seventeen. Embrace price fluctuations. Price fluctuations only have significant meaning for the true investor. They give you the opportunity to buy wisely when prices fall sharply when and sharply or fall sharply and sell wisely when the stock has gone up too much. Again, now this is the fourth time that if you're fully invested or you have a very, you know, token amount of cash, you're just not giving yourself the best chance to succeed. I mean, Now I'm repeating myself again, but I think it's worth repeating. Look at your portfolio statement. If you have mostly fully invested, very minimal amounts of cash, chances are that you have a closet index fund, that you're paying somebody to simply do what the market does. Why? It's just why are you doing that? So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, if you want to have a conversation Uh, Use panic to your advantage. Bear markets and stock market crashes create opportunity. Well, now we're at six times. So, again, a constant theme. You have to have cash to be able to take advantage of significant sell-offs. Financial institutions certainly do. Pension funds endowments do. Those that don't, generally speaking, are those that have $100,000 to $5 million of uh, investable assets. You don't have fresh capital to put to work in your portfolio when the markets drop. So you're there to just simply ride the roller coaster, Wall Street roller coaster up and down. So we're on a mission to change that, as you know. Okay, number 19, uh, have patience. When you have a long-term mindset, you shouldn't worry about daily stock market fluctuations. The best investors are very patient. 100% agree. If, and there's a huge qualifying if, you have the right strategy in place to begin with that is so critical in the beginning of the show we talked about how accommodative the Fed was I, I don't want to say easy but I will how easy it was to make money outsized returns from 09 to 2021 and then we talked about 2022 and go forward um, I don't it, it may be the exact opposite all right so yes patience is good but patience is only good if you have the right plan in place to begin with. And as humans, we're conditioned not to want to look at mistakes that we make. All right. Trying to lose weight. Well, why am I trying to lose weight? Because I made bad decisions and put on weight. Now I'm trying to make the good decisions to take it off. When it comes to investing, we have to look at it as well. Number one, do you know if you have the right strategy in place? Are you 100% certain you have the right strategy in place? This year is a great kind of equalizer. You know, did your bond money, you know, your fixed income money lose a lot of money? Are your equities down? Not only are they down because most equities are down, okay, but do you have cash to put to work at lower prices to then recoup those losses? That's the critical part. It's not are you down, it's how are you positioned. If you're fully invested and you're down, wow, that's going to take a lot of patience. If you're down and you still have cash, well, that's just investing. And if that money gets put to work at lower prices, inevitably we're gonna recoup those losses much faster. Number 20, successful investing is about managing risk. Successful investing is about managing risk, managing risk, not avoiding it. In the long run, stocks are less risky than bonds. Well, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, depending upon interest rates, and I love equities. I love stocks. We hedge every area of our life in some way. Every listener is hedging your life in some way if you're driving a car today. You have to have insurance. Life insurance, health insurance, homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance. It's You're protecting against the unknown, right? What are you protecting against the unknown? But unfortunately, it is known in the market. What bucket of your money is protecting against the big sell-offs. What are you doing in that space? So again, we believe a well-constructed portfolio is threefold. First off, financial planning is, is, is key to everything. The plan has to live, it has to breathe, we need to go over it, we need to have an income maximization plan, a tax reduction plan, and a, um, a Social Security ultimately, when you get to that point, plan, maximization plan. We're doing a lot of stress testing of current portfolios. It's complimentary. It doesn't cost you a penny. It's a way for you to know immediately if we need to really further the conversation or or not, because we'll give you an idea. You probably already know it, but we'll confirm uh, whether you have, you know, certainly this year, uh, if you have the best plan in place as far as can it manage interest rates uh, rising? Can it handle... Inflation, Can it, what if inflation is sticky and it stays for two or three years? So we believe that you have to have protected growth. What's that protected growth? It may be 30% of your portfolio. What about a strategy that's a five year strategy that has 100% principal protection? Today, you can get 12 and a quarter percent of the SP 500 annually, nothing more than that, which is huge for our safe money. And more importantly, when you get that gain, that gain's locked in. Really good protected growth strategy. What about the growth money? As we talked about today over and over again with Benjamin Graham's top 20. Well, your growth money? Are you fully invested, or do you have cash that can be put to work at lower prices? Really simple. Are you buying companies that are undervalued versus owning a bunch of companies that are overvalued, and then going to give back those gains? And then the opportunistic bucket: Can we take advantage of near-term pricing dislocations? Energy has done phenomenal this year. What if you had 15% of your portfolio? That could take concentrated positions in energy names and that bucket of money could be up dramatically this year. What does that do? Well, that helps offset the losses in the growth bucket. So this show is a little bit different. Hopefully you found value in it. We're coming up against the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to listen, re-listen to the show, go to the website KUHNCP.com. K-U-H-N-C-P dot com. Uh, We do podcast every episode there. If you want to have a conversation this week, please call PAGE. You can call PAGE at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Have a great week.
1: Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at
0: kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented.